Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Wednesday, August 22. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. So we are now on Wednesday for sure. And I'm just remembering that it is Wednesday. And uh, and so it is correct. I'm going to pray for today, middle of the week, and uh, for the passage today as well. Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for the opportunity to, again, reflect on your word, to pause, to reflect on all that you've called us to. Uh, Lord, this is, a, as we've said earlier, a, a difficult passage, a complex passage, and yet a, a beautiful passage, or one that brings us to a place of, of the gospel and of hope, and we ask God for that to be lived out in our lives. God, give us that joy, give us that hope uh, through this difficult place. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Okay, we're back in the English Standard Version today, Romans seven thirteen through 25. Did that which is good then bring death to me? By no means. It was sin producing death in me through what is good in order that sin might be shown to be sin and through the commandment might become sinful beyond measure. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am of the flesh, sold under sin. For I do not understand my own actions. For I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now, if I do what I do not want, I agree with the law, that it is good. So now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is, in my flesh. For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. So I find it to be a law that when I want to do right, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inner being. But I see in my members another law waging war against the law of my mind and making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then I myself serve the law of God with my mind, but with my flesh I serve the law of sin. All right. So our question for today, uh, and I'm going to get this question right because I didn't get it yesterday, but I was mm. ahead uh, now on time. How can we learn to extend more grace to each other, to have more empathy? Do we need to extend a little bit more grace to God? Have we judged God a little bit too harshly? Um, a lot, yeah. of, lot of sub-questions inside there, but a lot of questions inside there. How can we learn to extend more grace to each other? And have we judged God a little bit too harshly inside here? So what's an example of us not extending grace to each other? I think when we, uh, when we don't uh, sometimes understand uh, ourselves, um, really all that the grace that we receive, that we don't extend that to somebody else. I think that's just really easy to do. So, for instance, um, I think sometimes you can, uh, you, can, you can appreciate somebody forgiving you and letting you off the hook for something and then just quickly turn around and hold somebody else to a much higher level, a higher level of expectation. I think it's almost more likely, though, that we do the opposite, that we hold ourselves to a higher level than we hold other people, that we'll let other people off the hook for things that we don't let ourselves off the hook for. I would, I would love if people did that. No, I think people do. 
then then they must be killing themselves a lot. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it depends that on... That must be a horrible life that they're living. Because I, I see a lot of people just like, I mean, cutting, uh, you know, that kind of stuff down. And so I just feel like, man, just a little bit of grace would be really great. Well, you know how it's easier thinking about working with teenagers. Yeah. Many people find it easier to deal with other people's teenagers rather than their own. Yeah. Because they can be mouthy and rude and be on their phones sure. and swear and listen to bad rap Same music. Same about babies. And they'll deal they with it. They can return them. You know? <laughs> You'll deal with that differently yeah. than you would if it's your kid yeah. who you feel responsible for their behavior, the way that they turn out. You have some stake in it. Yeah. So that's what I mean. I think that sometimes because we have more stake in our own lives, we're harder on ourselves than we are on other people. Yeah. But I know what you mean, that, that there tends to be a certain amount of, I guess, sniping about things. Um, I mean, I know this is true. I know that in churches, people complain about it you know i say that i get criticized for certain things i do but at the same time not really do you know what i mean i don't feel yeah that i get a huge amount of criticism hurled at me particularly yeah so I'm, i, I I'm don't not, feel the weight of a lot I'm, of i'm not worried about that of kind of that. stuff for myself I, either i'm, I'm really don't. i'm just talking about the way that i've seen how humanity deals with each other i've seen how people deal with each other on the news how people deal with each other in society how people handle uh, and critique each other in the world and at large and and we don't seem to have a lot of empathy we have a lot of conclusions about about people all the time and and i just think to myself hmm, you know if you if you could just get a little bit of perspective about what life is like you'd maybe understand and you have a little bit of empathy you'd actually have a little bit more grace when you before you make your judgment call about well, somebody else do you want else. people to have empathy or sympathy I'd like both. Because I think, I mean, I've always said the, the difference to me, I'm empathic. Like I get that as one of my top mm. strengths finder mm. things. And that used to make everybody that I worked with laugh because they think of me as being kind of a harsh person. They don't think, but what I would tell them is I'm mm. not sympathetic. And there's, there's a difference. Mm. I'm not a very sympathetic person, but I am empathic, which basically means that you understand how people feel. You can read mm. people's emotions mm. but it doesn't necessarily mean that you feel sorry for them or anything just because you understand the way that they feel mm. I, don't know. I think i think the kind of compassion i'm looking for uh, the deep compassion that i'm looking for what god calls us to look for is is this kind of like the the empathy that that pulls us into a place where we want to live that kind of sympathy out as best as we can mm -hmm. i think that's actually something that's difficult for every single human being because I, I look at people and, and you know, it's, 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 there's moments where I'm like, yes, 100%, and other moments when I know I, I, I can't. I don't have the capacity or I don't have the space or, or I, just, I just don't, I just can't. And for I whatever even, reason. I don't want to be a person but, who needs other people to be giving me a break. I know I you don't. I kind of like to not yeah. be a person who <laughs> other people have to think, mm, how can we kind of construct her actions in such a way that we let her off the hook? Yeah. I'd just rather... I think there's something really insufferable about always wanting everybody to make Is excuses really for Becky? you. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a pretty annoying trait. Um, 
And therefore, uh, that's great. That's great. I'm glad that you <laughs> that you lived that way. Well, I'm not. I don't know. It's not no, that I, I mean, live that way. This I is one the, particular day that I'm feeling no, this way. You could ask me a different day, and I would I have know. something else to say. I actually think I think that's because you hold. I think that's because you hold yourself in that in that space all the time. I think you you drive yourself really well in that area and I think you do that but I actually think that you are and I agree you are a very empathetic person you do really read and know people and that's why people do resonate when they talk to you and connect uh one-on-one they really do know that you actually see their heart and I think that's the that's actually how people actually do connect I think that people don't do this with God I think this passage here uh, basically what Paul is saying inside this passage here is saying that it makes sense if you understood the context, if you understood the law, if you understood that there is something inside here. But if you don't understand what is right and what is wrong, all of this passage, sin, all of this doesn't make any sense at all. It's just like, what is this guy on? Well, and as far as judging God too harshly, isn't this what we're being asked to do? Isn't this the whole purpose of this grand experiment on earth is that God is saying, I'm going to give you a chance to judge me. Yes, and I'm so saying... So we're I'm supposed saying, to do that, and it hasn't played out to the end. I'm saying that I think that we should, but in order to be able to, to judge God, we actually should explore and understand, as opposed to making the judgment calls, which we do as human beings about each other, without ever understanding each other. Mm, without true. ever Without ever really trying to get to know the story of somebody else. And those preconceived ideas cause problems in society all the time. So that, that's what I'm saying is I think this passage causes this tension. I agree with that, but I think that most of us, and I am included in this, yeah. I think we spend too much time worrying about whether or not other people understand us. You know, it's not always... If people understand us. You know, that people are judging me, people don't understand oh. me, people are oh, yeah, being yeah. harsh toward I don't think, me. I don't think that's what the question I was trying to drive us into that area because that's a that's an entirely different area that I, I agree that needs to be explored. But I think whenever we talk about extending about, grace, people automatically think about yeah. wanting grace extended. Yeah. I'm talking about us extending grace to others as opposed to people extending grace to ourselves. Um, but uh, whether we could actually become the kind of people... So think about that question today. Um, how can we learn to extend more grace to each other, to have more empathy? Do we need to extend a little bit more grace to God by learning more about his story? Uh, have we judged God too harshly already without even giving God the opportunity to share more about who he is? Think about that. Uh, look after each other, live love, and we will connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.